Welcome back to another episode of Energized. Barry, how are you doing? It's great to be back, man. I it feel is. like I've, I have not left the couch. No, no, we are back. We yeah. are live. So, uh, kick things off. How was your week? It was actually all right, Ross. It was all right. I'm just, you know what? I'm just so like focused on what's going on now in the next couple of weeks, and it's it it, it like you don't want to wish time away, mm. but it's like I can't wait. You know? Yeah, but the fight calendar is really really uh, kicking on this this month, isn't it? It's yeah. big. Big month for fights. Next two weeks are massive, yeah. uh, massive for us as well. As we had the first live show coming up as well. And um, so, if you are new to the show and it's your first time watching, do uh, give us a like, smash subscribe, and yeah, always keep energized. Yeah, uh, myself and Ross, we were just we were actually recording just a second ago, and then the card got filled up. So I think we should address it again because it actually sort of hit home. Mm. Um, yesterday, Caroline Flack passed away. Um, People think that it was it's got to do with suicide. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think that's the general consensus that yeah. she took her own life. Yeah, and we were just recording there, and then mm. that's what I hit home. So I was like, right here, we have to like readdress this again because like there is people who watch here, and you never know exactly what's going on. Exactly, you don't. We don't know what's going on in your lives. Yeah. You don't know what's going on in our lives. It's one of those things where you should really actually check in on your friends, ask them how they're doing. I'm sure everyone has a friend who they're like. Or maybe, you know, I should ask Tom how he's getting on. Uh, yeah. I haven't talked to him in a week or two. Just make sure he's doing all right. Yeah. And then it's just one of those things where Caroline Flack, you know what I mean? She was like, sort of brought up to like glory in the media. And then the media is what took her away from us. Yeah. Really, you know what I mean? It's mad from the outside. You can think she has everything going for her. Like she's like gorgeous. She was like on the biggest show in, in, like, in England on Love Island. Yeah, and I think it just comes down to the, like social media, like the stuff people are saying about her online, her and yeah. her boyfriend, uh, or I don't even know if they're together or not. But words can hurt as much as you want yeah. to say sticks and stones can break your bones. But if you're continuously like being absolutely slated, it's hard not to take that person. Yeah, it's hard to take all that abuse on your shoulders and like you know brush it off your back. I wonder what that's even like. Just like constantly open up your social media and just getting bombarded with like mm. people probably calling her like ugly or fat or fucking this that and the other and it's just like who are those people doing that shit you know because a lot of people that actually do do that i think would be people who have use fake accounts yeah i th- I, th- I think so and i think it's a bit like the same type of people who do catfish i yeah. think write abuse comments online yeah, yeah. the people who are so insecure in themselves and so you know hateful towards the world that they project their hate onto other people and so unnecessarily so like and I think it all sort of stems from Caroline Flack lost her job on Love Island um, due to a domestic abuse issue yeah. with her boyfriend who I think is I think they're still going out anyway and her boyfriend wrote a really nice art, um, thing about her on Instagram on Valentine's Day uh, on the day that she did take her own life and it, it was yeah. just really really sad that that's the way it happened but Again, it's going to be the same people, the same media outlets, the News of the World, The Sun, whoever else, who wrote these horrible things about her, who are also going to go, Jesus, so sad that she's now yeah. died. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it's so hypocritical. Um, yeah. I just think going forward, people should be careful about what they press the send button on. Uh, it can make a massive difference to uh, someone's life and it can be detrimental to someone's life as well. So... Before 
first of all, like, you just don't write abusive comments whatsoever. Yeah. But if you find yourself about to do one, then go, actually, you know what? I don't need to write that. Yeah. It's funny. Well, like, if you're watching this now or you're listening, like, you can comment and say, I don't like Ross's t-shirt. Or, does Barry have a black guy? And the answer will be yes, but that sort of stuff is grand. Like, you're having a bit of crack. Mm. Not like fucking trying to, like, cut deep and, like, be an absolute dickhead. And if you do watch this stuff and you're one of them people, like, you may as well fuck off because... Yeah, we don't, don't want you to listen no, to us. No, yeah. And you should actually just, like, sort your life out as well. Because, like, come, like, myself, like, I've dealt with, my, like... Um, issues as well like uh, mental health problems all that stuff fortunately you have like a best mate like Ross who just like takes on his shoulders and like deals with it cheers bud but uh, now where you put yeah but like dude I, I think it was circumstantial that she did it on Valentine's Day I think like big days people read you're like oh my god it couldn't be so long like for like uh, Christmas or Valentine's like, yeah, Day I say suicide rates are quite higher Christmas yeah. and it's people feeling alone and like even though yeah. a lot of the time they're actually not alone but it's hard to convince yourself that you're not alone yeah. it's hard to convince yourself you don't have that friend those friends and family who care about you yeah. at the time and look she was obviously going through a really rough patch and that's how things ended unfortunately yeah. Um. so if you are having a bad time at home maybe just check in with your friends or family or vice versa if you think someone else is having a bad time just reach out to them yeah see the thing is there's always another day like the next day is like the day after Valentine's Day. It's just like yeah. life just goes on and you have... Exactly. You know? Yeah, no you, one wish you a happy birthday. Don't worry. Tomorrow's not your birthday so no one's going to wish you a happy birthday on that day either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, just just keep going. Take mm. it day by day. Like, just check in with people. Don't be alone. Like, it's just... Uh, it's not the way anyone mm. should live their life really. Like, you know? Yeah, it's a terrible way to, uh, for someone so... Um, with such a great professional career to go. Yeah. And... Yeah, very, very sad. But... I suppose we should all just try and take a lesson and learn from it, you know? Yeah. Anything in particular that you'd say? Um, no, just be kind to other people, I think, is the best message to ever show. Do you know what yeah. I mean? There's no need to be a dickhead. It doesn't actually make you look cooler. Yeah. How many more times do people need to commit suicide for people to realise, mm. oh shit, I was tweeting her? I think, I think it's just crazy to think, like, if social media didn't exist, but then... She probably well, she probably wouldn't have been as famous, and she would never have been a suicide. She wouldn't have been as successful. I wouldn't say, but yeah. if negativity on social media didn't exist, she wouldn't have killed herself. Yeah, man. It's mad, isn't it? It's mad that like yeah. her reading her phone made her kill herself. Yeah, man. Now, first, I mean, there could have been other issues besides that, but that's that seems to be the general yeah. consensus. Th- that's definitely one of the yeah. main reasons. It is. It is. Yeah. But um. Yeah, that was a bit of a morbid start to the Android show. Yeah. Not not our norm, really, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. But um, Barry, what what are we discussing for the rest of the show? Okay. Yeah, that was a, that was a weird way to start, but it was just like sometimes, like we're human too, and yeah. like sometimes, sometimes things have to be said. Yeah, that's they do. It. Yeah, Even and like if if we don't discuss that, well then we're almost hiding away from yeah. it. You know what I mean? And it almost makes that thing Philip Schofield coming out gay like just totally irrelevant. Yeah, doesn't it? It do, it just shows like his issue was so much smaller compared to yeah. It's mad. It's mad how one like I know when uh, Kobe Bryant died. Like that was like that, the world stopped. Yeah, yeah, the world stopped. But like this stuff as well. This is down to bullying, mm. and you don't want to be like that. You know, don't be a bully. Yeah, especially people who are younger. Like I mean, when we were in school, like you almost had to be a bit of a big dog to not get bullied. Yeah, but like I feel like just just be yourself and yeah, anyone could be the bully online these days. Yeah, don't be that person, man. Because 
Yeah, but that's the thing. In school, you could be bullying the person in front of you anonymously under a fake profile. Yeah, don't be that person. Yeah. Your parents didn't, didn't have you to be that troll. Yeah. Don't be that person. Don't be a troll. Yeah, and if I don't know if we already well, mentioned, if you this. are going to be a troll, be Ben. Asher. Yeah. Well, if if you if you're just going to be an absolute dickhead, just please don't listen to us ever yeah. again and fuck off. But um, this is actually a big week for myself and Ross, right? Because we're knocking things down. We're about to go to FoyCon next week. We just got our media credentials for Bellator. I feel like myself and Ross are kicking ass. Yes, we don't get thousands of views. But what can you do? You just go on with it and have a bit of crack. Um, today, before we go into everything, today we're going to be discussing FoyCon. We're going to be discussing UFC Dublin. It's coming back to Dublin. UFC is coming back. Four years later. Uh, Five Bell- years later. Bellator Dublin this weekend. Deontay Wilder is t- fighting Tyson Fury this weekend as well. Like This is, this is like... Um, uh, combat sports fans wet dream then in the, the second part of the show we will be discussing the Champions League it is back yeah. Manchester United are not in it but Man City might be in it either next year and then we're going to finish off with the rugby the Six Nations is back Ireland are playing England potential gra- uh, Six Nations Championship decider yeah what's called Triple Crown as well like this is the crack if you are subscribed to this or if you're not subscribed to this make sure to subscribe make sure to hit a like because we fucking love you. Put and in your and you're tuning WhatsApp in now. Group. You're tuning in now because you fucking love this. And if you don't, I don't know what you're doing. I don't know how you came across this shit. But we should start at the very, very, very top, Ross. I'm feeling energized. If you're feeling energized, hit a like, subscribe. Thank you for coming. Ross, Foycon is going out next weekend. We're doing our first live show at the event. It is February 29th in Cork. Energies are going south. I think it's in the Clayton Hotel. It is the Clayton yeah, Hotel. Clayton Hotel. If you're not there, here's how you get there. All you do is go <laughs> to www.foycon.com. Go on to tickets. Foyconireland.com. Foyconireland.com. Go on to tickets. Use the promo code EZ10. That's EZ10. Yes. And you get 10 euro off your ticket. You get to see us. You get to see MVP. You get to see James Gallagher. You get to see Stephen Wonderboy Thompson, Ben Askren, Frank Mir. You name it. And they're there, as long as they're on that list. <laughs> <laughs> if they're on that list, they will be there. Uh, it's going to be a great show. Really looking forward to it. We're going to do a live podcast yeah. from there. So if you are in the area, come down to check it out and support the lads. Yeah, I'm so excited for that. Like, I mean, Or if you're watching this video and you're going to FoyCon, let us know in advance. Yeah. We're also in touch with some sponsors as well, seeing if they want to get involved. Because uh, we're going nowhere and this is this is going... This show is going somewhere. Yeah. I'm feeling fucking energized right now. I don't know about you. Pardon the cursing anyway. But uh, yeah, that is next Saturday. Foycon Ireland. See you there. I can't wait to see who's bigger, me or Frank Mir. Probably Frank Mir. Probably, Probably Frank Mir. You actually look a bit the same now. Like, Yeah, I'm a bit more handsomer. A bit more handsomer. And you both beat Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Um, that is gas. But, uh, yeah, that's going to be a big event for us. Like, It's almost like this is... The time the energy yeah. show hits, you know what I mean? And then p- people have been saying, oh, why don't you get guests on this, that, and the other? Myself and Ross are still sorting some shit out. We're going to have guests on at FoyCon as well. So, like, that's just the beginning. Like, the, like I mean, if you're here for the ride so far, like, get fucking ready, man. Um, Ross, before we get into Bellator, that's coming this weekend. UFC have announced, have announced that they're coming back to Dublin. Ross, what you make of this, man? This is one of the best news I've heard all week. Tickets will go live on sale. June 26th. Make sure to get them. Um, if there's a pre-sale code, me and Barry will make sure to let you guys know what it is. Uh, I actually couldn't be any more excited for this. Yeah. UFC coming back to the three arena. And the speculations are going 
wild at the moment. Who will headline UFC Dublin? Barry, yeah. any thoughts on who's going to headline it? Uh, you see, last time Paddy Hoolan headlined it against Louis Smoker. Um, to be honest, the event wasn't amazing because fights fell off. Paddy also lost. But the two lost. top fights f- uh, fell off. Yeah. We were supposed to have Dustin Poirier versus Joe Duffy. Would have been unreal. Yeah. And we're supposed to have Ben Rothwell versus Stipe Miocic, who's now the heavyweight champ. Also would have been unreal. Yeah. Uh, I think there's a few people who could headline the show. Uh, I think the Red Hot favourite is probably Gunnar Nelson. Would you imagine so? I'd say so, yeah. Yeah. Um, Gunnar Nelson, if you didn't know, trains with SBG. I think f- for me, people who could headline it, I look at the list and I go, right, who are the sort of top European talent? Because that's what they started yeah. to do. They tried to put the top European talent there. Yeah. You could have Alexander Gustafsson. Um, the Didn't Mala. Yeah. Uh, you could have potentially maybe a Darren Till. Um, you fought here before. Yeah. Um, who else? I'm, I'm trying to think of headliners now. Um, Jack Hermanson could be up there in a middleweight fight. I, I'm not saying I'd love to see that, but I'm trying to think who the UFC would put there. There are sort of the ones I'm like, looking at. No like, offense to Jack Hermanson, but... Him headline? I don't think he is. He could be on the card, yes, but mm. I don't. Uh, they they need to come out with something, you know. Yeah, but it could be, what if it was Darren Till versus Jack Hermanson? You know what I mean? That's oh different. yeah oh the, yeah. So like more so, you get fans from both. I think I mean? a lot of people are going to want to fight in that card oh, anyway. You know who get who could headline that card? Who's fighting? Uh, I think it's this week. Paul Felder, the Irish Dragon. I wouldn't be against it. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, not. And then, randomly enough. I wouldn't be like a misthink. The notorious Conor McGregor has to be mentioned. He's ahead. he said he owes Ireland a fight. I don't know whether the three rings gonna be too small for him or not. But yeah. like he might fight someone who you know he was meant to fight before, like uh, Frankie Edgar or Diego Sanchez or Uriah Faber as an additional fight. Yeah. Do you think there's any chance of Conor fighting in that? I don't think there is, man. I'd say there's unfortunately about, not. But... I'd say there's about a five percent chance of him fighting on it. Five percent. Yeah, like what if like the main event falls out the last minute? He might go, lads, I'm I'm in. Yeah, because he's going to be there. Like, yeah, proper twelve on top. They'll have to sell proper twelve at the event. Well, like they? again, Khabib can't fight in August, so McGregor might just fight in the meantime. You know yeah. what I mean? That's actually like we obviously we're going to play for media credentials, but my birthday's on the Tuesday and that yeah. event's on the Saturday. Yeah, so we're like, going. Yeah, but that's one way or the other. I think I know my, my I, that, think, I think I know what my thirtieth plan is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, wouldn't miss it. Wouldn't miss it. Um, um, we also, may, we have Bellator Dublin coming. Yeah, we may as well this, just, here, just we may as well finish UFC Rio Rancho. Yeah, we're just going to finish uh, what the UFC action from the weekend. Uh, Diego Sanchez was taking on M- Michael Pereira. Yeah, Diego Sanchez won by disqualification. Uh, Pereira was winning the first two rounds, then hit Sanchez with a legal knee. This is the first time ever in UFC history where two fights have been finished by a legal knee and disqualified in the one night. Yeah, uh, and then. Sanchez was gushing blood and he was like, what happens if the fight's over? It's like, you win. It's like, oh, well, I can't continue, so. <laughs> and yeah. then in the main event, yeah. Jan Blackwich made short work of Corey Anderson, yeah. one by knockout in the first round. Uh, Jan Blackwich then called out John Jones, who was sitting in the front row, and John Jones stood up in his chair and sort of said, come at me, bro. Uh, I think we could have our next UFC light heavyweight contender. Yeah. Like you were mentioned earlier, Reyes... Mm. Do, do, do you even really want to see that rematch I'm not like I know it was close people argued who won but like, I'm not like chomping at the bit it, it was one of those fights where it was close 
but it wasn't some sort of instant classic. Jones wasn't rocked at any stage. Reyes wasn't rocked at any stage. There was no, oh my God, it's nearly over. So I'm not dying to see that fight again. No. Also, I think it will make the fight a bigger fight in the long run if Reyes has to go beat someone and then Jones beats someone. Yeah, just just keep going. Really yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, before we get into Bellator Dublin this weekend, UFC is also on as well. Uh, it's going down in Auckland. Uh, it's down under. Yeah. Uh, Paul Felder is taking on Dan Hooker in the main event. Uh, there's nothing really to write home about in any other fights really. That Jim Crew, um, Mikhail, Ozzy, I think they're both like undefeated in the UFC, no? Jim Crew's doing it right. He's an up-and-coming. I, I think your man's going to knock him out, you know that? I, I think he's like a Polish like, heavyweight, isn't he? Uh, clicking his record there telling me if he's undefeated there will you? I'm yeah. pretty sure he is uh, in the main event I think Paul Felder's going to win a uh, decision uh, I fancy him in that one yeah your man is uh, 14-2-0 and one no contest Jimmy Crude is 10-0 uh, yeah in the main event Paul Felder's taking on Dan Hooker um, this is going to be a bang fest <laughs> yeah it absolutely is these two like to go to war I just saw Dan Hooker get like the absolute legs kicked off against Edson Barboza and I feel like Paul Felder will be able to do a similar fight style to that. I feel I feel this could go to the decision but yeah, uh, I think so, yeah. I'll go Felder. Yeah, I think 49-46. You heard it here first. Yeah. Uh, Bellator is on not once but twice this weekend on Friday night. Bellator is live from where? Oklahoma. Yeah, uh, myself and Ross did get our media credentials. We're going to be at Bellator Dublin this Saturday as well. Are we not going to be at Bellator Oklahoma the night before? Oh man, that'd be actually gas. I, I wouldn't mind going to Oklahoma. It's like, I wonder what the crack is there. But uh, on Friday night, to wet your whistle and get ready for Bellator Dublin, it is Bellator. It's going down in Oklahoma. Uh, Ed Root is taking on Yaroslav Amosov. Uh, Ed Root is 8 1 and Yaroslav is 22 and 0. Yeah, it's going to be. Uh a bit of a grapple fest there, so it'll be an interesting one. So make sure to check that out. Yeah. Uh, also, you have Miles Fury Jury fighting fight in the co-main event against Brandon Gritz. Yeah. Miles Fury Jury, one of Baz's mates. Yeah, I was just thinking that. Like, it'd be funny if uh, we can find that picture. We'll put up on the Instagram story. You know what he actually does? I don't know how, but I've I found them in there always in my thing. He does YouTube videos talking about like how much he made in every fight in the UFC. Oh, and you can actually watch them. Yeah, it's, it's actually interesting. But once you've seen one, you've seen them all. Yeah. Ross also said, watch out for Terrell Fortune. He's taking on Timothy Johnson. Terrell yeah. Fortune. Brilliant wrestler. But Ross, the title of the show is Bellator Dublin. Yeah. It goes down this Saturday. I'm buzzing for it. It's being headlined by Leah McCourt. She's taking on Judith Ruiz. Uh, Leah is 3-1. and one. Judith Ruiz is 6-4. and four. Um, As we said previously, some some fights have fallen off the card, which is actually very disappointing. But yeah, um, big time. But look, we're left with a decent card still. Uh, we're left with a lot of homegrown talent. Yeah. Uh, Liam Court headlined the card. I think she is the first ever non-title women's featherweight main event in Bellator history. So that's going to be absolutely brilliant to see. Uh, you have other fan favorites like Charlie Ward, Kiefer Crosby, uh, Aaron Chalmers, Richie Coyley, Richard Coyley, um, Richie Smullen. Richie Smullen. We have loads of Irish talent. Will, Dil- Will Dil- Flurry. Will, Will Flurry. Loads of talent there. Uh, it's going to be very, very interesting to see. And I expect a massive amount of Irish support. And I think an Ireland wing could be very much on the card. Yeah. Oh, also Redzer as well. Don't forget the Redzer. Redzer, yeah. Yeah, you can't forget him. Uh, Phil Peter as well. You can't forget Redzer because Redzer will let us know that. He'd be like, you never said me, lads. Yeah. <laughs> Blaine Driscoll's on the card. 
Kieran Clark, Danny Neal. She had got like a really good ovation last time. She did, yeah, And Elias Bode, like his knockout last time. Has he fought since last time? Probably uh, not. I'm not sure. But uh, Ross, last time we were there, it was like absolutely off the rails. Yeah, uh, the, Conor the McGregor was there. Electric. But, but are you expecting McGregor to be there this time again? Probably, to be honest. I think he shows yeah. up for Kiefer's fights, doesn't he? Yeah. What, do you, what, what should people expect now from Bellator Dublin next year, Ross? Because people are tuning um, in. Brilliant atmosphere. Um, and a good few doors for us to win. So it should be an overall great night for Ireland, Irish MMA. Yeah, do, do you think McGregor will be there, yeah? I think he will be. I think he'll be there for Kiefer Crosby fight. He's probably there for Richie Smullen's fight as well. Like, do, do you think James will be there as well? James Gallagher? Yeah, definitely. I'd say he'll be there from the start. Yeah. Do you remember last time I was like, the fish was lovely at the event. Yeah, do you hope to get fish again? Yeah, we're going to get fed there, aren't we? I think so. That's we're gonna, remember last time we weren't allowed to sneak monsters mm. in? Yeah. But we're going to try it again. It's, you see, the event goes on for so long. I think it kicks off like, the first fight's like four, half four or five yeah. o'clock. So we're going to need like some energy. Yeah, definitely. Literally, yeah. But uh, yeah, here, the event's going to be, it's going to be kick-ass. Um, what Big do you man. actually think is going to be better, Foycon or Bellator Dublin? Foycon, I think. So do I. Yeah. Yeah. So do I. Yeah. The, see, Look the, forward to it. The fortunate thing is, I know some fights have fallen off the card, but the announcement of Bell, uh, UFC Dublin, like, it just helped. Yeah, but great for Foycon as well, that UFC Dublin has been announced. Yeah. Like, on just before Foycon kicks off. Great for, like, an inbuilt question for Steve Wonderboy Thompson as well. Yeah. Do you think, but people will be interested in knowing, will any of the fighters that will be fighting at Bellator Dublin, do you think any of them will then try and get on the UC Dublin card because who knows what the story is with the contracts and all, you know? I imagine not. I imagine Bellator has them well tied into contracts with John Kavanagh but you never know. Never say never and who knows who we could see in uh, the UFC by August, isn't it? Yeah. Who knows? Some of the Bellator fighters might try and get like a second fight really fast to be like, right, my contract's over now. Yeah. Let's see what happens. We're obviously going to be doing more mm. um, updates on UC Dublin because that's going to be fucking kick-ass. Also, when the hell is James Haskell making his Bellator debut? I don't know what his situation Put, is. Putting, on back out, putting that weight back on since the jungle. Too bu- yeah, too busy going on. I'm a celebrity get me out of here. But uh, Ross, there's gonna there's uh, probably the biggest boxing match going down this weekend as Yo, well. I nearly forgot that Wilder versus Fury is on this weekend. Yeah. Battle exci- of the big dogs. If you're excited, make sure to hit a subscribe and let us know who you think is going to win. But Ross... Tyson Fury is taking on Deontay Wilder. Last time it was a draw. Um, quite controversially, but when you look back at it, there was two knockdowns of Tyson Fury. It, it, when we did the maths, we were like, oh, actually, this could actually be a draw. It was a draw. It was unbelievable. Tyson Fury, uh, when I watch it back, right? Do you remember he's like, put his tongue out? He's like, uh, like, uh, uh, yeah. remember we watched it? He's crazy. He's crazy. Do you remember how funny that was watching that fight? Yeah. It was unreal. He's the most entertaining boxer ever, I think. He just is like when you're watching him in the ring, he's like dancing around, he's sticking his tongue out, and <laughs> he's like getting knocked out and then rising back up like the Undertaker. It's, it's, oh, you, yeah. You watch it and you go, "What can that man not do?" He is. He can sing as well. He, he came out with a song with Robbie Williams. He can. He can wrestle in WWE. Yeah. He, who did he be? Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman. Yeah. So there you have it. Uh, Tyson Fury is an absolute incredible talent. He can do it all. Yeah. Uh, I actually don't fancy him in this fight this time around. Do you not? No. I feel like he's not doing as much training. I think he, he is though. Previously. Yeah, but I feel like he's not. I feel like it's all for show for the cameras. So I look at him and then I look at Deontay Wilder and I, uh, each time I look at Wilder I just think he's getting better and better. I suppose if Fury has some of these like sort of slumpish performances 
against some of the lesser opponents. Okay. So I think I actually think Waller's going to go go in here and get the knockout in this one. You think? It's, yeah, but it's either going to be decision for Tyson Fury yeah. or knockout with Deontay Waller. Yeah, they're your sort of yeah. two very much standard options. Now, first Fury could also win by knockout. You know what I mean? It's the heavyweight heavyweight division. Like everyone hits really hard, but I just think I just think Waller's going to be able to land that right hand. And if he lands it, flush. But more so, I was thinking you know the way he landed in the twelfth round last time. Yeah. If he lands it any round earlier, yeah, it's yeah. going to be very hard for Fury to, you know, get those feet back moving. Yeah, I, I think Fury's going to win it. I, I know you said you don't think he's training as hard, but he's, he's off the, the diet cokes or whatever he was on cokes. Oh no, just like just some stuff that he says. And that, uh, now uh, that, that sounds stupid to say that. It's like he's off the cokes, so therefore he's going to win. I just think he his story is is not finished yet, and I think this is this is going to be it. He wants the Joshua fight at the end of the day, so this he has to win this. Yeah, but so does Wilder. I know, but people want to see Fury, uh, Joshua. But that's only in the UK. I think people worldwide want more want to see Wilder versus Joshua. Oh, just the build-up. I don't know. In fairness, Joshua versus the winner of these two fights is going to be good. He's going to fight Pavekin or something next, isn't he? Or Pula ever. Some absolute random. Or no one cares about. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Joshua. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going for Fury. I just this story cannot be finished with a loss. Well, there you go. Energizer split. We are split. Very, In very energized. I, I do hope Tyson Fury wins. I just think on this occasion, Deontay Wilder is looking so dangerous. Yeah. The way he knocked out uh, Lewis Ortiz, I was like, oh, I know, man. He is. And again, scary. Like, he's losing the whole fight. And then, like, I, the biggest game changer in combat sports is Deontay Wilder's right yeah. hand. I know. It's sort of unfortunate to fight each other, but it's actually brilliant mm. content to watch. But, um,. If you do enjoy the Energized Combat Show, make sure to like, make sure to subscribe, make sure to hit a comment because uh, we're here every week and next week we will be covering everything from Bellator Dublin, the build up to Foycon and more. So thank you. Right now, we are going to move into the world of football because the Champions League is back, Ross. The Champions League is back. It is uh, kicking off with the new Premier League champions. I've said it now. Uh, they're 25 points ahead of second place in the Premier League. Yeah. Liverpool are heading away to Atletico Madrid. Atletico Madrid have an absolutely incredible record in the Champions League, especially yeah. in the knockout phase. They're very prone to getting to the semi-finals and the finals. Very uh, prone. They, they haven't quite uh, hit the big one, but Diego Simeone has his team so well oiled. Do you yeah. see that an article recently that he's like by far the most paid manager in world football? Yeah, I think I, I sent it to you, didn't I? Yeah, I think so. He's like, I, like, I googled it and it was like, it's true. He's on like forty-two million a year. How does that even happen? For like the most paid manager is Diego Simeone. Did he win the league with Atletico one time? Did he? I don't know. Oh, maybe he did. But like, in fairness, he's come close so many times. Yeah, I, I, Atletico must just went. If he leaves, whoever comes in. Won't be as good. So. Yeah, but, yeah, but why do you think he's getting the most paid compared to like Zidane, who won three Champions Leagues in a yeah, row, or Guardiola, or Guardiola? Yeah, uh, or Klopp now, or or Solskjaer. Well, nah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, let's not push it too far. But uh, in fairness, I think he's getting like one and a half times the next best manager. Yeah. It's mad. I don't. I don't know what way they're after doing it. But Atletico Madrid have such a brilliant way of like just developing talent to yeah. just like replace or replace them within. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. Falcao, Aguero, Diego Costa, Forlan. back, uh, Forlan, Griezmann, whoever goes, like they still stay in around the same spot. It's absolutely frightening how good that squad is yeah. for them. Now they have Atletico Madrid have been revamped mm. uh, as of this season. They have uh, Joao Felix now playing like just in the hole for Atletico Madrid. Um, 
He's brilliant, isn't he? Yeah, it's, do you know what? It's such a good league for like young sort of talent to, to progress. Develop, yeah. Because there's so there's only a handful of teams that are actually good, and the others are like not good enough at all. And then you no. can just sort of dance around. Like your man Odegaard from Real Madrid, he's now a Real Sociedad. He's lighting it up there. Yeah, he's doing he's doing really really well. And then if you look even look at Barcelona, like Frankie De Jong's doing brilliant. Uh, Arthur's I think is only about 24, 25 he's really come on uh, they have that fella Junior Firpo I think plays the wing back and then Real Madrid have uh, Vinicius is that how you say yeah. and like all these players are like doing really really well and they're all sort of kicking on so yeah the Spanish league is a great way uh, as a young player to sort of kick on and move on yeah. do you think Atletico Madrid will be able to do anything to Liverpool not at Anfield man that place is an absolute fortress is this game not in Atletico though no yeah, but I'm talking about oh. both legs. Oh, well, I'm just talking about... Oh, do, you first think they, do you think they can come to Anfield with a league lead? No. I think this one's going to be a draw. I think it's yeah. going to be one all. Well, uh, put it this way. I think Atletico Madrid is not a good matchup for Liverpool because they're very solid defensively. Jan all black and gold is probably the best goalkeeper in the world. And yeah. Liverpool are going to find it hard to break them down. Oh, no, yeah. they're going to. I, t- I think they'll be, the Atletico Madrid will be better at home. I think Liverpool, mm. but but that's the thing. If they can be in the lead or a draw at home, they're in the tie going away. Yeah. And when someone's in the tie going away, and then with away goals, it's so much better playing away second, isn't it? Oh, hundred percent, yeah. So uh, that's Atletico Madrid taking on Liverpool. What are you going for? I'm going to say two one Atletico Madrid. I'm going to uh, say I, I, Liverpool have to lose sometime, and they weren't that impressive against Norwich. So pro- I'm going to go. Atletico Madrid. They've already lost in the Champions League as well to Napoli, so I'm going 1-1. Uh, the other game that's on Tuesday is Borussia Dortmund taking on PSG. PSG flying in League 1, and Dortmund are doing well. Yeah, I think they're two points off the top in Bundesliga. Bundesliga yeah. yeah. Um, you did such good jobs in League 1. I was yeah. like, how do I say Bundesliga? Very German. That eight weeks in France Bundesliga. is coming back. Uh, and Euro languages, shout out Euro languages. Uh, yeah, so PSG t- are away to Borussia Dortmund. Borussia Dortmund running the muck. Um, <laughs> Haaland scoring the goals. Jane Sancho's running the muck as well. Yeah, uh, Dortmund have done so good in recent time. Like I think they're a bit sh- shaky at the back. I think I think recently they had like a four-three loss to Leverkusen. The defense ho- isn't the best, but they have they scored the back, loads yeah. of goals. Um, can Haaland play in this Champions League? Because no, I no, don't think Salzburg, so. Uh, played in the group stage against Liverpool. Yeah. Uh, I think he scored something outrageous, like seven or I think it's eleven goals or something since he's got there in like under three games in terms of minutes playing time. Yeah, he he's banging them in Sancho's incredible. Marco uh, Marcus Royce, they have the who's who, but again PSG also attack have Neymar, Icardi, Mbappe, and Cavani. Jeez. <laughs> Man, you know he'll have a Gallo <laughs> and Chupo Moting. He's still there. Yeah, uh, I think because Tuchel used to manage Dortmund as well I think PSG would be able to get the job done here yeah it, it, it's funny how but goals the goals in the game I think it would be like 3-2 PSG what do you make the the situation with Neymar around PSG it's such what, a so circus like, or something he's like I'm leaving I'm going I'm staying oh. and like he's doing his hair all the time he's like their version of Paul Pogba except he plays and performs yeah, yeah. You know I mean? but do you know what the funny thing is Mbappe doesn't really seem to get roped into that he's just constantly yeah on going although sometimes playing. I think he actually slags him, uh, Neymar over I think someone once twice yeah. on social media he was like I don't want to stay away from me yeah. well Mbappe is a superstar as well like, mm. yeah, I mean he's won the, the World Cup yeah but let's be honest um, that PSG team they probably need slightly stronger midfield otherwise they're 
they're not going to have enough to win the Champions yeah. League. They have a lot of player. They have a lot of players in midfield as well, though. Yeah, well, I don't think it's quite. Well, Freddie, Freddie is a oh, he's so, he's such a good player to watch, man. He's just oh, oh, I know he is, but I think they almost need that bully. They don't have that bully in midfield. I think that's where they miss out. Maybe a Vidal, maybe. Yeah. But uh, then, so yeah, so I'm gonna go PSG two one, and then in the draw, wait, what did you have? I said 3-2 PSG. Oh, 3-2 PSG. Okay. And then in the draw of teams that everyone wanted to get in the Champions League, yeah. Valencia take on Atlanta and not the Atlanta Falcons. Atalanta. Oh, uh, sorry. Because yeah. that's so much different. <laughs> yeah. Man. man, the Italian people watching this would be like, Mamma Mia! Atalanta, eh? Ah, Rui. Uh, but uh, Atalanta are home to Valencia. Ross, you can't look beyond Valencia winning this really, can you? I don't know, like it could be a bit of a, a fairy tale for Atlanta uh, to get the job done. Well, they are at home first leg. Yeah, I don't even know how they're doing it. I don't think they're in the top three, so no. I assume they're not doing that great. Yeah. Um, are Valencia even coming in the top four in Spain? I don't know, this is such a Europa League clash. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It, you know what, it's so irrelevant who wins this because they're getting knocked out in the next round yeah. anyway. So here, I'm just going to go Valencia. I'll say Atlanta 2-1. Just to, just to be controversial. And then the other game going on Wednesday is Tottenham taking on Orby Leipzig. Now, Orby Leipzig, for anyone who doesn't know, are going really, really well. They've set up such a good youth development system and they have such a good young squad. Yeah. Uh, Timo Werner. Timo Werner ups one. It's almost like Timo Werner is the Leipzig Harry Kane, if that makes sense. Yeah. They're almost like the Tottenham Hotspur of Germany. Yeah. Um, Werner's good, man. Yeah, oh, very good. New stadium over there, like financial backing. It's almost like a mirror image of each other, the two clubs. Yeah. I do think on this occasion, Spurs are home under Jose Mourinho. More Champions League experience. Got to the Champions League final last year. Not a hell of a lot left to play for domestically. I think Spurs are going to win this. Leipzig are challenging Bayern Munich for the league this year. There's only a point or two in between the difference for them. I think it will suit Leipzig almost to be knocked out and Spurs to go through. Okay, I think I think Spurs are going to win this one at home. Shout out Noel Barry. Um, there is more. There is more fixtures. They're going to be coming up the week after, so we'll get into them next we'll week. Them but, next week, yeah, yeah. But it like it, I think next week's fixtures are actually even better because like uh, Chelsea are taking on Bayern, Napoli taking on Barca, Leon taking on Juventus, Real Madrid taking on Man City. Uh, perfect thing to actually didn't it? Man City. They're after getting bar- a ban for two years from the Champions League and fined forty million euros. Ross. What do you have to say about this? Because this is sort of mind-blowing stuff. Like, so what, what do you think Pep Guardiola is thinking right now, knowing that he won't be in the Champions League for the next two years? They've, they're after winning the league last year, and they, everyone knows they want the Champions League. Well, first thing first, they're definitely going to appeal it. Uh, I know they are. Uh, are you sure about that? Because I'm pretty sure they were hacked, and they're going to say that UEFA or FIFA got the documentation illegally, so therefore they shouldn't be able to use that documentation against them in court which then would mean that they'd never be able to use that documentation because it was obtained legally. And it's, if you get rid of that documentation, it's very hard to prove that they were guilty. It's okay. a bit of it's a bit, a bit like if I kill someone and then... Again! Uh, but you broke into my house to f- get the murder weapon. And they'd be like, you can't use the murder weapon. Like, right, prove that he killed someone without the murder weapon. You know what I mean? It's very hard to do. So, um, so what do you think is going to happen? I, I, think, I think the ban is probably going to be upheld. Um, unless... City can pay or you know probably because it was obtained illegally they'll get a one year ban yeah. I think a one year ban isn't as bad because they can hold on to their players because they're playing Champions League this year they'll be like right we're not playing next year but we're playing the following year I suppose if you're trying to track, track someone to go to Man City I'm like you can't play Champions League for the next two years 
is a pretty big downfall as well. Yeah. Especially how strong Liverpool are in the league. It's not even as if to say, well, you're guaranteed to win the league because you're not now. Yeah. And then players like Aguero who are coming towards the end of their career might be like, you know what? A trip to Barcelona would be nice to play there. Oh, yeah. Um, other players like Davitil is already leaving at the end of the season. Yeah. De Bruyne might be like, you know what? Bayern Munich looks nice. Um, all, all these like I can players. see him going to Barca for some reason. If it's two so, years. If it's two or, years. Or even Real Madrid. Uh, Leroy Sané like, was already halfway at the door. He'll be gone. I feel like Raheem Sterling will actually end up staying. You know that. Do you know this will suit? Phil Foden. Yeah, definitely. But I don't think Man City are going to be like, you know who this suits? Phil Foden. Yeah. I don't think Man City fans yeah. are going to be over the moon with it. Yeah. But look, City are going to probably slip down in towards sort of Arsenal territory. Two years of probably not being able to get yeah. better players. Two years of no Champions League, no Champions League money. If financial fair play is taken seriously, City won't be able to actually spend that much money in that period because a large quantity of people's money is from Premier League TV rights and then Champions League TV rights. Yeah. They're, um, so realistically, we're thinking, like, I mean, the, the, the fine, like, I mean, those sheiks have so much cash. It's If they turned to Man City and went, you could pay 100 million and not be banned for the two years, they'd be like, fine, that's yeah, grand. Yeah, Come in. Yeah. The fine's well, nothing. I think they will get the one year thing. Like yeah. because if, even if you look at the way, remember Chelsea had the ban, and then it was like they they, were, they weren't allowed to sign someone for a season. But then it became two transfer windows. Yeah, like said. Yeah, it, it was reduced. So this is going to be reduced as well. I mean, it that's just what's going to happen because football can be corrupt sometimes. But yeah. uh, other other teams have done this as well, like Galatasaray. Um, I mentioned another one earlier. PSG. PSG. Just you know, what I mean, if you can, people are going to try and do anything to get ahead in this game. Do you think the Premier League are now going to take action against them? Potentially so. I think I think they're gonna have to do something. Could well, be, who knows? Could maybe be, next year. Maybe next year they start off with minus points. But could it be a Juventus uh, thing where they actually take points off now? Imagine they took forty points off Man City now. You know what I mean? Like you're See, not. They wouldn't be that bad off if you took all the points. I know they won't be in the Champions League anyway. But like, if you, if you're not first, you're last. Really, like you know. Well, you're seventeenth. Well, unless <laughs> they get relegated, yeah. But if they get minus points and ended up sixteenth, they still have a great squad. Mm. You know what I mean? Unless they got but relegated. More, more so, that's what I think. If they got minus points and put them down relegation, you know what I mean? That would be, like, you know, detrimental to the club. Yeah. It's funny that this has come out because they have been playing worse recently and Pep has been saying weird stuff and almost thinking they might leave. Mm. But then this comes out and then everything makes sense. You know what I mean? There's no smoke without fire, as where, one would say. Where do you think Pep would go next? <sighs> I'm not too sure. I t- like, I'm sure he wants to try the past out in Italy. But... Uh, Imagine him going to Juventus and having oh. Ronaldo. Yeah. Ronaldo, by the way, has played 35 games. He's 35 years old and he scored 35 goals. Like, what? Like, Tap is a monster. I think he scored something, something crazy like 10 goals in 10 consecutive games and has never been done in Italy before. Yeah. Um, one more thing on that is, do you think they should take Man City's league titles off him? Because that's also been discussed. It's sort of like what's done is done, you know? Like, I mean, yeah. we're hardly going to have a parade for win the league and bring back Jose and stick him on the bus. Yeah, for, for me, I watched Man City win the league. They won the league. Yeah. And if you take their medals away, you're not going to make me believe any other team won the league. Yeah. I think it'd be worse for Liverpool the way they lost the league there. Yeah. And, like, it'd be like, oh, we actually won that. It's like, oh, this, this happened to me when I was younger where we played, like, a cup final. Wouldn't that be funny if the sold 100 this year's Premier League went, he's actually won it last year yeah, by yeah. default. Yeah, it'd be like, oh, that's real. But we... When I played for Mid Sutton, we played a cup final and lost it. They they had a girl on the team who was like, 
she was like Zlatan, the, the female Zlatan Ibrahimovic. But uh, we lost the final. Then we found out next year they they've been playing bangers. People who were overage. So technically we won, but like the, you, the day was ruined. You yeah, know, well, you, you lost the match. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you, you lost the fight, but won the war. But that's not like really good enough, yeah. is it? Well, they should. Yeah. So they should be. They should have to be be accountable for their actions next year, and then um, just that was just me making sure the camera's all right. <laughs> making sure you like and subscribe. But uh, there is Europa League on this week as well. Uh, Man U are away to Cl- uh, Club Bruges. Uh, Celtic are playing away in Copenhagen. Inter Milan are away to Lugaretz. Yeah. So there is. Uh, this, it's just, the football's back. Yeah. United are also playing on Monday against uh, Chelsea away well, as well. well. In fairness, I think with the Europa League, they let too many teams through the group, and I think they need to like alter that. I think it's because all the Champions League teams come in as well, isn't it? Yeah. And it's just one of those things where. When you're at the last 32 stage, it's too long, isn't it? Yeah. Um. Sorry. Sorry. Before Before we end the football segment, Ross. Um. Does that? Did you think now? Because if Manchester City can't be in the Champions League next year, that whoever comes fifth is going to be into the Champions League as well. That's That's exactly what's happened. That's Sheffield so, United right now. Sheffield United. I think we did a video at the start of the year and like he was going to come last. I'm like dead last will be Sheffield United, and I guarantee it. Uh we were, uh, put it this way: we weren't alone in that prediction. No. I'd say as well. Um, but like just amazing how incredible they've done uh, yeah. the Premier League is back as well yeah. um, and like it's it's going to be all out like Liverpool as Ross said earlier are 25 points ahead it's actually turned into a shit show to be honest yeah fair play to Everton as well who are really climbing the ranks at the moment they're yeah. the second best team on form after Liverpool so it's all going well in the city of Liverpool at the moment yeah uh, and Manchester United coming ninth I think that means as well does that mean because don't you know it's like one to four get Champions League and then five to eight get Europa League because Man City might be taken out United might then move up into Europa League spot yeah like Solskjaer is, this is helping Solskjaer yeah, so like, much like finish eighth but we got the Europa League oh gee I'd actually rather not get Europa I'd rather win the Europa League or else not get in to Europa, Europa League, yeah, yeah I'd rather be just playing Europa yeah, League. I'm sick of watching football games on Thursdays, and then every time United are playing, it's on a Sunday, and you're like, "Here, look, yeah, like, you know they're going to Kazakhstan, yeah, um, followed by Azerbaijan." Some of their matches are disgraceful to watch, but uh, also the League of Ireland was back this weekend as well. Um, it was actually I was I was looking forward to watching Bowes against Rovers on Saturday at two o'clock, but because of the what was it Hurricane. Storm Dennis. Storm Dennis. Um, ah, Dennis. They cancelled it on RTE, and that was actually so shit. And they but, showed uh, a movie instead. They showed Thanks a movie RTE. instead, yeah. Oh, that was that was terrible. People were going mad on Twitter. But uh, Rovers actually won on the last minute, 90 minute winner as well. Um, Ross, do you have a preference on what team you support in the League of Browns? Yeah, because it's back. I support Shelburne. Uh, they're, they're my local team. Talk Park's down the road for me. They're my team. And Luke Burns there, isn't he? Shelburne, yeah. Yeah, so they're my team. On the Lukey Burn. Yeah, we actually have some of the League of Ireland players supporting us. Uh, Liam Scales, who plays for Rovers as well. But uh, I asked my dad who's he supporting. He said Shamrock Rovers. And So who do you support now? Well, I think uh, you see, the thing is, we know some of the players in the Rovers team. Yeah. Uh, also, they have Irish internationals on the team as well. It's just... I'm gonna I'm gonna keep up to date on it, put it that way, and then uh, and let, let's see what happens because it's back. League Round's back. Oh, also I watched a podcast that's on um, Air Sport. It's called the League Round Weekly, and uh, who's hosting? I, I don't know. But the funny thing is, the two lads are matching Farah shirts. Oh yeah. So I wrote in the comments, I go, great, uh, good to have these back lads and great, great uniforms. <laughs> they adri- they address it on the show as well. So did like, they? What did they say? They were like, oh, was, we're we're we're, <laughs> we're both sponsored by Farah now, and they're like, it was just funny. No, oh, that's gas. Yeah. I like I like the I yeah. like some of the dress. Time. Yeah, they're on the off the ball a lot as well, so uh, that should be good. Uh, yeah, 
So if you do enjoy the football segments, make sure to like, make sure to subscribe. And if you're happy Man City are getting kicked out of the Champions League for the next uh, two seasons, definitely subscribe and definitely like. Yeah, thank you. But did you find it funny how people were actually really happy about that? Everyone was like rejoicing. And yeah, because people don't like cheaters. Yeah, true, yeah. true. But that is the end of the football segment. Because now we are going to discuss the rugby. Ireland head over to Twickenham. This weekend, yep. on Sunday, they're going to take on Swing Low, Sweet Chariot, the English. The English. Um, Barry. Roscoe. What has been your take on England so far? Going into this, after losing the World Cup final, I didn't think there would be much of a hangover, to be honest, right? Because you go again. Mm. That's the thing. You go again. Um, obviously, this there, there's a hangover. Now, you do bring up before Saracens how the, the situation with them, points, deductions, fines, this, that, and the other, this has definitely creeped into the, the England tra- uh, dressing room. Yeah, it would have to. If you think about it, so many players like Maro Atoji, uh, Owen Farrell, George Krause, all these guys um, are going to be like, where am I going next year? What am I yeah. going to do next year? And that's playing in the back of their head. Their full concentration isn't on the Six Nations. You'll watch an interview with them and they go, we're just concentrating on the next game. Yeah, yeah. but like, people lie in interviews yeah. all the time. What are they saying behind closed uh, doors is the question. Behind closed doors, they're probably like, how do we end up at the same club? He's probably there with a told you, being like, me, you, and so-and-so, and like Liam Williams should go here together. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's that's what you want to do. You, you want to take the better players. But like, yeah. Make sure to tell uh, Vinnie B- uh, Vunapolo or Billy Vunapolo to come but tell him to leave Mako somewhere else yeah, yeah. you know what I mean yeah. that's the conversation that these boys are going to be having uh, and also you have to sort of think that like the players in Bath are like oh and you should come to Bath yeah. you know what I mean on the oh spike. 100% man and this happens in every sport but yeah. yes now big time like it, it, it's basically it's almost like Man City being corrupt and all their players have to leave so like all the, all the internationals are like come join me you know yeah, I mean? and that's just the way it is, and it just shows. You know what I mean? So it's impossible to be fully focused on the Six yeah. Nations with everything that's going on in the background. Exactly, and at the end of the day, I'd never say it's just the Six Nations, but there'll be another Six Nations next year for a lot of these players, and it's not a World Cup year. Yeah. So these guys are more uh, concentrated on their own bottom line. Where am I going to play next year? Where's all my money going to be? Exactly. Yeah. And look, Saracens are the biggest club in England. They're the best club in England. Yeah. Uh, Their next year, uh, Huntington Cup game is against Leinster. It is indeed. We're going uh, to that, yeah? Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's in, the plan. Indy Viva, 4th yeah. of April. And then there you have it. And they lost to France. France, you know, put out this new team um, of youngsters and got the job done. And England only just about got the job done against Scotland. Yeah. And I'll, now, in fairness, that was in terrible conditions as well. We know what actually happened in that game. It was a 78-minute, right? Scotland were losing 6-13. And then they did a box kick. I was like, why would you kick the ball away? Yeah. When you have two minutes to go and you're losing. It doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. And then Scotland were all over the place in that game. In fairness. Oh, yeah. But terrible game management, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, throwing away the Calcutta Cup. But uh, England in Twickenham versus Ireland. It's on Sunday at 3 o'clock. Ross, man. What are we? What are we really expecting here? Now, let it, give the people what they really want to know. I think Ireland are, uh, have the ability to... To hurt England while they're down. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, England, they could end up down and out. If they lose two of their first three games, they could lose to Wales as well. And they would have won, what, two or four games in the Six Nations against Italy and Scotland. That's not very good now, is it? Yeah. And I feel like there's a great potential for that. And I think 
if Ireland do get that job done, no offence to Italy, but Ireland will definitely beat them. And then it will come to a showdown in Paris. Yeah. And there's no guarantee that France are winning uh, against Wales either. No. You know what I mean? But, uh, um, yeah, but Ross, what, what do you think uh, Andy Farrell's thinking right now? First time being manager of Ireland taking on England. Where he's from. Well, look, it's not the first time he's had to take on his son. I know, but as uh, no, but as manager now. But now, now it's his goal to beat his own son yeah. uh, directly. Um, yeah. I do think Ireland are going to win. I'm not just, you know, being blinded by the performance last week. I do think last time Ireland played England, England gave Ireland a hiding. They did. They won't forget that. Andy Farrell and Mike Cat are going to be reminding them of that of all week. Yeah. I just look at that Ireland team and think confidence very high. Johnny Sexton's captain, like being the decision maker, I think is massive. The fours have been playing so well. O'Mahony, Stander, Furlong, uh, James Ryan, Henderson, they're all playing incredible. Uh, and I, I just think England are there for the taking at the moment. Obviously, England will get themselves up for it. It'll be in Twickenham. They won't want to lose there. But that Irish ball of momentum is starting to get going. It is, isn't it? You're only as good as your last performance as well. Ireland, put, like they, the way they played against Wales, they they mm. set the standard so high now. To not achieve that again in every game would be very, very disappointing. Um, we are going there. Yeah, we showed great intensity in that game. Do you think there's going to be many changes in the team, or what? What, what are you expecting here? What should the people well, expect? There might be one or two force changes. Uh, I don't know if Henshaw's out injured again. Uh, Ring Rose is definitely out as far as I'm aware. Yeah. But who knows? They were off for two weeks, so it's hard to really tell who was out and who was not. If they can keep the back row um, the same, I think that will work out well. I think the forwards won't change. Murray and Sexton start. Do you think Helen Doris comes back into the team? No, I don't think so. Not. I don't I don't think it's... I think how, as good as Standard's playing, I keep him in at eight. Yeah. It is against England. It's a massive game. Yeah. Max Deegan will probably be on the bench. And look, I expect Ireland to get the job. He played, he played over the weekend. Did he? Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if that that's probably almost not a good sign. Uh, if he's yeah. playing midweek to yeah. get in on the bench, but you never know. Again, if he's only going to be come off the bench after fifty minutes or sixty minutes, it's not the worst thing in the world. But then again, you never know. Caelan Doris played for two minutes and then was taken off. So, a minute. Well, it was two minutes by the time he was taken. <laughs> he off. He spent more time on the ground than he did actually on the pitch. Yeah. But uh, it'd be interesting to see if they put him back in. But but. but um, that is going down on Sunday. That's a huge game. I actually can't wait to watch that. Do you think the Ireland team will change then against Italy? Do you think he'll yeah he'll trial a few things? Yeah. What? Well, who do you think will get a game? Do you think Ronan Kelleher will probably play? Yeah, he's got to try over the weekend as well. Um, I'm trying to think. Either Doris and Deegan or both will uh, I think play. One will start and one will be on the subs bench. I think John Cooney will probably play against Italy. Um, you never know. Ross Byrne will probably get a longer run out against Italy. Sexton will probably still start. And then you never know who else might start. Chris Farrell might start. Keith Earls might start. Yeah. So it's like it'd be a bit of, rotated yeah, anyway. So, so it, if we win over the weekend, hopefully we do, because Ireland then win the Triple Crown. Um, then in Italy, maybe sort of give players a, a bit of time off and then go straight in and yeah. try and kill France in uh, in Paris. Yeah. And who knows? They might play the sole front row for 50 minutes and then bring on yeah. the first row. That'll be good row. to see what players can really step up as well. Definitely. But uh, what are you expecting, Ross? Ireland versus England. Give us a score there, but. I think 23-16 to Ireland. Yeah, I think there's going to be a score difference in it. I can't wait, yeah. man. That, that, oh, and shout out to Ro, Jamie, Mark and Dave. They're going over to Twickenham for the game. We were meant to go, but the thing is we have to go to Bellator Dublin on mm. Saturday. and Then also watch Tyson Fury against Deontay Wilder after. and It's just a lot going on, you know. Uh, then on Saturday, just so you can get 
ready for a Sunday. Uh, Italy take on Scotland at a quarter past two. Ross, what are you expecting here? I, what are you actually expecting here? A shoot I, show? No, no. I, I think uh, Scotland will get the job done. They've been very competitive against us. They're very competitive against um, England. And I think Italy... Italy got a few, good few tries against France. As much, yeah, but I think France had the game wrapped up. Yeah, no, yeah. Italy started scoring. I expect Italy get the wooden spoon this year again. Do you? Uh, I really do. I think the other game is probably <laughs> just as interesting. Wales versus... Or yeah, but hold on. So you're going for Italy to win? No, Scotland, oh, Scotland to win. Scotland what score? 3-0? No, no. no. <laughs> uh, I think it would be... 3 oh. No, I think it would be like 24-14. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go Scotland as well. And then uh, the game that's on after, quarter to five, Wales versus France. This is a good. This is going to be a very good game. Yeah, I think this is this is definitely the game of Saturday anyway. Uh, Possibly. Yeah, I like Wales to get the job done here. I think that Welsh team has played together a lot more than that French team, and that will really show when it comes push comes to show up. It's in the Principality Stadium, Wales to get the job done. Yeah, I fancy Wales at home as well. It's mm. the home advantage definitely counts or something. But uh, and then we're going for Ireland. Yeah, away to England. That's on at three o'clock on Sunday. Ireland versus England. Make sure you, you tune in. Also, guys, just how so you know, in terms of the standings, France are in first at the moment, followed by ourselves, both on nine points. Then Wales in third, England in fourth. Scotland in fifth with a bonus point, and then Italy in last place. Two bonus points. Two bonus points, sorry, for Scotland. Yeah. And then on Friday, yeah. the Irish under-20s, who are also undefeated 2-0, and going for the Triple Crown and the Grand Slam, will be playing yeah. the English under-20s in, where's the game on? Franklin's Garden. Franklin's Garden. Shadow Franklin. I'm pretty sure that's where Northampton play their home games. That, that game's on at a quarter to eight on Friday. Make sure to check that out. Uh, this Irish under-20 team is brilliant. Um, some of the lads are running muck. Shout out Jack Crowley, he's running muck. Um, Ross, this is actually hilarious, by the way. Because the women play on Sunday as well. They play on at 3 o'clock. But that means Ireland could win three triple crowns over the weekend. That is absolutely insane. Isn't that, it? I don't think that's ever happened before. No. So it could be a first. I think the Irish women have the hardest uh, game because I'm pretty sure the English women's team are all professionals and the Irish women's team are not professionals. But look, shout out to the girls. They've been absolutely fantastic so far. Oh, sorry. They, we'll England women, 12.45 Sunday. Yeah, Ireland men's Castle versus Park. England men's which is the first team we'll be playing at 3 o'clock. Man, Do not miss it. Imagine there was a triple, triple crown win. Unbelievable. Tre- you treble, heard of? Treble, triple crown? A, tr- a treble, triple crown. There you have it, guys. They, they deserve a parade or something for that. Like, don't they, they, they? They do indeed, definitely. Yeah. And then they could um, potentially win the whole thing as well. Mm. That'd be crazy. So... Thanks a million for watching us, yeah. guys. If you do enjoy the, the Irish rugby shows, make sure to like, make sure to, to subscribe and let us know what you think. Like, these rugby shows are actually getting more views than the, the MMA shows and the football shows yeah the rugby's really kicking off people love our rugby content we're going to keep pro- pro- producing yeah. and providing it and as always stay, stay energised, energized.